0: about in the radio studios of america the technicians the entertainers the commentators the administrative personnel daily unite their efforts in the creation of programs to please and entertain the vast radio public if you don't mind i will begin at the beginning it's a new day let's get going one two three Red Red
3: boy. Four, five, six. six
0: b i g
4: oh have you read these stories about these clowns coming to towns and like spooking children
5: yeah like when there've been people have been filling out police reports and
0: stuff
3: yeah can you see if that's a paid gig
5: um i don't know how you do that
1: maybe just go in the woods
5: Like, go look for clowns doing it in the woods and ask them if they get paid? Yeah, but
1: don't get in the way of their work. Just ask them, you know, is this a paid gig?
5: If it doesn't pay, but it could get you really great exposure, would you be interested?
4: How are you thinking, Martha? Yeah, 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 that sounds good. But only go in the woods at
1: night, because I think that's when most of this stuff is happening. Don't go during the day. You're not going to find any clowns or children.
4: And now... I'm the god of Hell's fire, and I bring you fire.
6: Our feature presentation. Right, I've always thought that about Rodney. Thanks. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean show. It is Tuesday morning, the 12th of June. I'm
1: sorry. A brand new Who show?
6: Kevin and Bean. Kevin and Who? Rat, Rat Boy? I don't know. Who are you? No. Rat, <laughs> Excuse what me. What's happening? Fluffy? Who? I can't remember the names. HQ Trivia Winner
1: Bean oh, is who? Oh, wow. Okay, which is how I insist on being referred to from this day forward. Huh. HQ Trivia Winner Bean. Is who you're dealing with here. How many times you played, approximately?
6: (sighs) I don't know. Um, Hundreds. How much you win? All total? Yeah, put together. Everything put together. All
1: the games I've won. Right. What's Mm -hmm. the total amount of money that I have as a result of playing HQ Trigger? Correct. $1.19.
6: Congrats, man. Thank you. I'm you showed up for work. I am too, and I have to tell you. Oh, please.
1: There are going to be some changes because I'm obviously going to have to cut some people out of my life now as a sure. of this. <laughs> Dave was already trying to uh, bite on my success yesterday mm-hmm. with his tweet, "Oh, I'm so glad I got to know Bean before he was the HQ trivia winner. Back
6: off." You know, suck up, right?
1: right? Exactly. It's exactly what he's doing. He's trying to get in there good because now I'm in the money. He wants to he wants to be a part of that. He's, <sighs> he's I had to kick him out of the inner circle.
5: Yeah. Wow. I saw your That's tweet rough. Bean and my my response was, "Oh Jesus." <laughs> He is well, going to be insufferable. <laughs> and yeah. I was correct. <laughs> um,
1: maybe I don't need you in my life. Oh, um, She goes, okay. all right. think, about, think about that. You were in the inner circle till 30 <laughs> okay. seconds ago. Toodaloo. <laughs> look, I just, I, I got I to gotta keep, in, you know, I got to look out for myself sure. because everybody's going to be coming after me now. I got a target on my back and I don't know who's here for the right reasons. And I just got to be real careful going forward. That's all.
0: We
5: cool, Bean? Yeah, we're cool, Chip. Excellent. Being cool. out of curiosity, for someone that plays this, do you play twice a day or just one one game a day? I
1: play when it's uh, when
5: it's convenient. So when twice I, a day when I can. Um, so, some days. Here's it's my twice question. A day. Yes. yes. When you finally got to that last question and you were mm-hmm. like, "This is it! I've never been this far." Was your behold just puckering like I'm gonna do? This is my day. I Take have been me through que- it.
1: I have been to question twelve about oh. ten times. Okay. No joke. Ten times. And always screw up the last question. Mm. And, um... I, I didn't anticipate. I mean, I'm excited every time I get to that level because I know that I'm on the verge of winning. By the way, a few three or four days ago, I got to Q twelve, mm. missed the last question, and would have won one hundred and sixty one dollars.
5: <laughs> you won how much yesterday? A
1: dollar 19, nineteen, which is less.
5: Okay, one uh, hundred and sixty one dollars was three days ago,
1: and yeah. I got to that point and missed it.
5: So what you're saying is more people won yesterday. Because the questions, the questions were, were easier. easier.
1: No, it was a way way bigger jackpot. Right, oh, it was okay. a twenty five thousand dollars jackpot. Last night's was only a five thousand, or yesterday afternoon was only a five thousand. So that's the difference.
5: What was the question you won on?
1: Uh, the question I won on question twelve was something about. Um, there's one flag in the world that's monochromatic. Which color is it? And it was blue, green, or white. Well, blue, obviously. And if I'm being honest, I um, didn't remember which country it was, but I did know from my Flags of the World placemat that it was. <laughs> a, I'm sorry. But was. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> nope.
6: Hold on. No. Nope. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> you knew from what? <laughs> from previous research. For- right. But what uh-huh. research?
1: No, but for things that I just had seen in my life. Right. On what? All right, it, was, it was my Flags of the World placemat, but the point is, not that.
5: Were you a toddler? How old were you with
0: this placemat?
1: I have it currently, Allie. No, you do not. Wow. Do you have a lunchbox? Uh, no, I don't, but well, I also that's have, hipster I also have a President of the United States mouse pad, as a matter of fact. Of course you do. So anyway, so I knew that there was an all-green flag. All I mean, green. I, I didn't know the country. I knew it was somewhere like in Africa or the Middle East or something like that, but I knew that there was an all-green flag. Okay. And that's the one they were looking for in the question. I believe it was Libya. It's Chad. Oh, it's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just so, to act uh, like I what if it was? <laughs> that would have been a wild stab. <laughs> so, boom, fireworks. Dollar yeah. uh, nineteen. I- I'm in the money. Did st- strongly. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. I did strongly debate whether to two things. Discussed one is. To ghost you guys, come back to this job or not. Mm-hmm. But I decided it would be so fun to rub it in that I would. Okay, yeah, And her. then I also had to make the decision, do I never play again? Because, you know, you don't climb Everest twice, right? Once you've won, what's the point of continuing to play the game? Or am I now hooked and need to win more and more? Do I Is that where I'm at? Well, first taste mm-hmm. is always free, B. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what would you guys do, though, if you had played for six months and finally won the big
6: jackpot? How much you... would I have won? Well, uh, let's use me as an example. Dollar okay. nineteen. Would you continue no. to play? What a waste of my time! You, well, you got a dollar nineteen.
1: <laughs> well, you don't do it for the money, but the money is a benefit. Sure, it's a, it's a, it's it's a huge benefit. Yeah,
5: yeah exactly. I do it for the respect, really.
1: Thank you, Allie. Street cred. <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
2: yeah.
5: um, we did uh, just hear from Edwin. Listener oh, Edwin, oh uh, yes. he thinks that you should take your HQ trivia winnings and sink them into some Twitter stock. <laughs> oh, good! What will that buy you? Three or four shares? <laughs> that's
6: a really good point. It'll buy me a fortieth of a share. Right. Is Edwin the one that used to do, uh, write the songs?
5: Oh no, oh, that's, that's Lou. A okay, Lou
6: yeah, Lou that's like Edwin's the that... you get a hold of.
5: That guy. Maybe. Yeah, Edwin emails all the really funny stuff. Gotcha. He's yeah.
1: very
6: funny. He's funnier than any of us for sure. So anyway, so it's a big, uh, big day going uh, forward. Now, press yeah. conference, did you have to do a press conference? Did you wear an emoji mask, anything like that to hide your... You know, I don't. I haven't looked into how the uh, winnings are delivered. Oh, I think like... they just
1: Venmo it to me or something. I don't think there's that amount.
0: Actually... I think so. Doesn't what are seem they, safe. What
1: are they crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think so. I don't think I have to, like, fly to New York and pick up a giant
6: check from Scott or anything. I hope so. <laughs> That'd amazing. That would be the best.
5: <laughs> it would be worth
6: going just for that. She just
5: Scott tweeted him. <laughs>
6: No. Yes, he did. Oh,
5: my God. I can only imagine. Making that green. Only imagine the boner.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, everything's coming up Bean right now, you guys. Oh. I I don't mind telling you. So, uh, just. congrats.
6: I mean. I like to be treated with a little bit of respect. That's all. Sure. Finally. You got it. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? Who knows? Who knows? May not
4: work out. It's a good chance it won't work out.
6: I mean, that's very true. Mm -hmm. Um, We have your Aftershock Passes. We play a game with uh, System of a Down on today's Kevin and Bean show. We have a listener who we were talking about the Sonic pickle slushy. Mm. Sounds pretty nasty. Sounds yeah. terrible. But, but I'm not.
1: I'm. Uh,
6: there are people who love pickle juice. Same. That's that's not I'm me. not that person. So maybe if you like pickle juice, maybe it's good. Yeah. Right. But most slushies are terrible. I mean, that's I, not true. I love sugar, but mm-hmm. it's all too too sugary, too strong. Wow. Really. Yeah.
5: I, a I would imagine imagined
6: you would have been a slushy fan. For
5: sure. I mean, How do you
6: feel about Slurpees? Slurpees, I'm down with 100%. Well, what's the difference? A lot more sugar in slushies.
5: Huh.
6: Well, it depends on where you get your slushies, I guess. Uh, we'll just have to table this one for later. Okay. <laughs> 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 um, ben Robson from Animal Kingdom is oh, on the program today. Really? Better come in with a shirt off, right? Uh, I'm going to introduce you to a new caller to the Afro line. Who left, I don't know, 60 messages in a row? Oh. oh, I think you'll be entertained by him. What is net neutrality? We tried to figure this out yesterday because it is going into action today, right? Yes. Who knows? Yesterday, okay. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It expired. Right? That's, where, that's what happened. Okay. Right? So we're going to talk to uh, Verge senior reporter Russell Brandom, who apparently knows what he's talking about. And he used to be married to Katy Perry.
5: That's, That's Russell, Russell Brand.
6: Brand. I'm this sorry, is yeah. I misunderstood. Sorry. Yeah. it's all right, man. You got all the money. You don't need to worry about that. Right. Uh, animal stories today, and what could go wrong in Russia? Russian hooligans <laughs> highlighted today. Guys that don't even go to the soccer matches, but fight in the woods.
5: None of this sounds right.
6: Fifty on fifty. It's no, yes. it's a full on brawl
5: oh good lord
6: so Russia's gonna keep that under control sure, I'm sure. keep it in the woods thumbs up on that <laughs> uh, we'll take a break we'll come back with what's happening next
3: the Kevin and Bean Show the world famous K-Rock hey
6: Allie
5: Allie Dean. Hey Bean happy birthday oh thanks how you feel a year older and another <laughs> year wiser uh, no. Old. Old as F. <laughs> Thank you for asking. But every time
1: every time you have a birthday, though, mm-hmm. at least that's how I look at it, is like, I'm so alive. The alternative to, to to having a birthday is not having a birthday. So you should always be happy when your birthday comes around.
5: You are such a glass half full kind of guy, right? Jean. That's no, what I, I like av- about you.
1: I can afford to be. Sure. <laughs>
5: you can. No, you can next now you want to
1: trivia. So, just yeah. make sure you're in the celebrity birthday list all day long today. Oh, of course not. Because you're the biggest celebrity to us.
5: <gasps> Dear Diary, today Bean was nice. <laughs> <laughs> for first look at but only because
6: happening. he won a lot of money. Well, this right?
5: Still on that high. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, being on a high, you know when you date for a month, you're just in that zone. Right. Where, like, things are awesome. Right. Are they so awesome, Pete Davidson? That word is you uh, pop the question to Ariana Grande. Is that is that what we're doing now?
7: Ariana Grande, well. I'd just like to say you're making a huge mistake.
5: Yeah, um, uh, neither has confirmed, but um, sources tell TMZ and S Weekly that he popped the question last week and she happily accepted. Hmm. And I say to that, hey, that's love.
6: Hmm. I don't think that's what you say to that.
5: Yeah, it's very soon. They're both what twenty-four years old. They're both kind of coming out of of long-term relationships. They've both been through quite a bit in their um, young young lives. Right. It's a lot. It is a lot, and it it seems too soon and too much. Well,
6: I mean, if. If they're the right people to marry each other, that'll still be true in two months. Give it a little time.
5: Absolutely. And who knows? Maybe this engagement will be years. And then who's to judge it? But um Nikki Glaser, the comedian, had a great tweet from a few days ago. And I thought, well, this is perfect even now. She wrote, I know it's not sustainable, but I think the goal of life is to feel whatever Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson are feeling right now. <laughs> and that's so true. When you're on that... Like, first month high, and you think this is the person. Everything about them is perfect. Life is better. Oh, my God. Flowers smell better. Colors are brighter. Right. What a beautiful, beautiful state of mind to be in. Sure. Until it all comes crashing down, and you don't believe in love anymore. I hope that doesn't happen. But that's all I'm saying. That went south so fast! I mean, listen to the old lady on her birthday. Right? Just take it slow, kids. And I know it, it works for people that meet, for and some people it does, yeah. they get married and they've been together 40, 50 years. It it works. I'm just saying hey, have a long engagement maybe. Bean, you love love. What are your thoughts?
1: I mean, I think every situation is different. You know, my my wife and I married 5 months after we met. So you could look at that at the time. And I think we did have an office pool, Kevin, if I remember correctly. Yes, we did. Nobody expected it would last, you know, a year. Right. Mm -hmm. But here we are married all these years later. So sometimes it works out. Put her on the mic. I'd like to congratulate her. (laughs) Go ahead and just put her on the mic there. She
6: is uh, chained
1: up in the basement as Uh, usual uh, right now,
6: which is is why we're still together. Do any of us even know if they're still together for real? How dare you? So, uh,
1: look, there's no, like Kevin said, there's no, uh, there's no rush. Mm -hmm. You can still be together without maybe necessarily getting married.
5: Right. So just go ahead and
1: and wait a little bit. I think that's fine. I think there's no downside to that.
5: I agree. I agree. Um, On the complete flip side of that, uh, remember Bo Duke, John Schneider? Mm -hmm. Yes. He's uh, he's heading to jail. Um, Oh, no. Yeah. He has to spend three days in L.A. County jail and do 240 hours of community service. He's in uh, pretty big trouble for missing alimony payments. To his estranged wife Elvira um, he didn't make them by the March deadline he was supposed to fork over 150 grand in March and he was like Mm-mm, not gonna do it so he was supposed to transfer property to his ex and resolve some tax liens against the property and he was like no nope, guess I'll just go to jail
1: hmm. he was the uh, dad in Smallville if you don't recognize his name for all those years
5: yes also the dad in Smallville. See the blonde or brunette in Dukes of Hazard? The blonde, blonde, right? I like the brunette. <laughs> okay, I don't. I never watched that show ever. Is that weird? Um, no. Okay, it's not. Just want to talk more about that? Not really. What I did watch at the time, or mm. no? Okay, some birthdays for you: Dave Franco, model Adriana Lima, U.S. President George H.W. Bush, sportscaster Marv Albert. He's the one that goes yes. Yep. Right. Used to bite ladies to bite on the, ladies back. the back. Yeah, that was weird. Good times. An actor, Jason Mewes, and that's what's happening.
3: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock.
5: Before the uh,
1: the last World Cup, the 2014 World Cup, Kevin, did a lot of people, <clears throat>
6: including me, try to tell you that if you went to Brazil, you would surely die. Yes. It was uh, an inhospitable, report, dangerous place. Every report that came out of Brazil that was negative. Mm-hmm. Being major in highlight.
5: Oh, that's nice. To right.
6: make sure that I was scared out of my mind before well, we went.
5: You weren't watching the news. Right. And he was just keeping you abreast. Oh, is that what he was doing? Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's all. Yeah. All right.
6: <laughs>
1: so um, you survived Brazil and in fact had a great time. Yes. Was there ever any time where you thought you wanted to go to
6: Russia for this year's World Cup? Of it's course. Saturday. Of course. What kept you away? Um, the guys who planned the Brazil trip mm-hmm. who are really well-traveled. And know everything there is to know about soccer and traveling. Mm-hmm. They planned the whole thing in Brazil. Every single airport. What's the best way to get to the venue? What are the areas to avoid? Blah, blah, blah. They. Look, I mean, it was like a ridiculous amount of work they put into that. Yeah. They immediately said... We're not going to Russia. It's not safe.
5: Wow. <laughs> Captain bad idea. Yes.
6: So then maybe two weeks ago, I was like, is anybody else feeling like we should be going to Russia? Because it's driving yeah, me crazy. It, gets... it starts to get close. It starts to get exciting. Yeah. Immediately, I got an email from one of them with all of the games that still had tickets <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>
0: Well,
1: I saw an article just yesterday that they are teaching workers in Russia. I'm not even. This is not a joke they're teaching them how to smile. People in Russia are not big smilers and they're right. trying to tackle the stereotype that its people are unfriendly. So they're they're expecting a million and a half tourists in Russia for the World Cup and they're saying, "Hey, we need to put on a good impression for the world. You need you need to start smiling. Here's how to do it."
6: Oh. Yeah, that's
1: odd. Isn't wow. that, it? And I think there's a lot more weird stuff going on in Russia that we know about. Well, I don't you know what a hooligan is, right? Sure. Crazy soccer fan. These are kids who really aren't even soccer fans. They just take advantage of soccer games to beat up other people, right? Right.
6: In Russia, it's a whole different level. A a completely different level. There's professional hooligans who train and then go into the woods and fight.
5: So it's fight club for soccer fans?
6: Yes. What? And they go into the woods so that the police don't have anything to do with it. And they just beat the crap out of each no. other. Now, now, do they beat the crap out of yes. each other? Or does one barely touch the other one and the guy just nope. falls to the ground no, as if a, he's been hit? It's not a baseball fight. No. They go in full fledged throw and haymakers. And then when someone's on the ground, they kick them probably 15 <sighs> times. It's brutal. So here's the uh, news report from Vice News.
2: Every soccer-mad country has hooligans who are known for getting sloppy and starting brawls. But in Russia, they're trained, organized, and brutally violent. At last year's EuroCup in Marseille, France, a coordinated attack by hooligans from Moscow put close to 30 England supporters in the hospital. And with Russia hosting the cup, its gangs are gearing up for battle again.
6: So in Marseille, for the Euro 2016, this is in France. Right, They came out of the woods. They, yeah, they came <laughs> out of the woods, and they were just walking down the streets 10 across and throwing chairs and destroying everything what? along the way and beating England fans that weren't even hooligans. What? Is, what is happening? I'm telling you, that's what they do. Well, it's a mob, and if you have
1: enough people in a mob... It's very difficult for the police to get them all, right? Right, exactly.
6: And it, I mean, they did a lot of destruction. That's terrible. Um, so then um, Ben McCoo, our friend, he mm-hmm. um, is, picks it up here with Vice News and starts talking about uh, these fight clubs that they actually call uh, being in a firm. They oh. call them
7: firms. And then he explains it. In Russia, being part of a hooligan group, or a firm as they call it, isn't just a hobby. It's a way of life. This organized brawl in six-degree weather was between one of Russia's most notorious firms and a group of less experienced skinheads. Misha is in the construction business. He has a seven-year-old son and a girlfriend. Guy's wearing a ski mask, by the way. He's also an archetypal hooligan, a young nationalist who loves to fight. A lot of people will be thinking, why do you fight?
6: All right, and then he gives a long answer in Russian. And since you guys probably don't speak Russian Mm -hmm. like I do, Right. Um, he says it's just, it's the excitement of it. It's being, it makes, it shows people I'm best. And yeah. the adrenaline rush and everything else is, you can't get anywhere else. Huh. So they go to gyms and they train to fight and then they go out in the woods and they fight
7: like crazy people. Last summer, during the European soccer championships, Russian hooligans made front page news when they violently assaulted England fans in Marseille, leaving them bloodied and confused.
4: Marseille 2016. During the European Championship, violence broke out between Russian hooligans and English fans, leaving trails of destruction in their wake. Following the strife in Marseille, the BBC reported on Russia's hooligan army and warned fans against travelling to Russia for the World Cup.
7: The surprise attack was the result of months of organised training. Until now, hooligans had been given a free pass by Russian officials photographs of Misha's friend Sharky getting an England fan in Marseille last summer. Okay,
6: so the England fan is on the ground in one of the stadiums and he's got he's loading up for a punch right to his face standing over top of him. And they took that picture and this dude carries that around as a as a point of pride. Circulated in the press. <laughs> what <mean>? It's terrible, <laughs> first of all. I feel so awful for these people. Agreed. But, but it's
1: funny that the the English fans are the ones who are most widely known around the world as hooligans. The ones who get too ramped up and too excitable yes. and mm-hmm. beat up other people. But the English fans are nothing compared to these
6: Russians. Well, here's what I feel about the English fans is that most of them are still loyal to soccer teams and Mm -hmm. sometimes violence breaks out the worst of them are always worse than that but for the most part that's the case for these guys it's just fighting a lot of times they don't
5: even go to the game they have no idea (laughs) what team's playing
6: they don't care they just want their club which they call the same as the team they just want them to show that they're superior by fighting them better
7: He carries a copy around with him as a badge of honor. He let me in on the tactics his firm used to attack British fans in Marseille last summer.
6: All right, so they're in Marseille, and he tells Ben about how they did research on the maps and where it happened, and that they had people blocking other streets.
5: So coordinated. Yes. Oh, So that the
6: British fans couldn't escape, and then they just went on a rampage.
7: These groups are organized and have spread across Russia. There's the Spartak gladiators, the oral butchers. I don't. I don't like the name oral butchers. No. The steel monsters, to name just a few. But not everyone thinks that's a bad thing, including some in the government who have openly applauded hooliganism. Igor Lebedev, a prominent politician with the ultra-nationalist pro-Kremlin Liberal Democratic Party. Notoriously tweeted his support for the violence during the European Cup last year. So
6: he's watching the thing go down in Marseille, and he tweets, Great job, boys. Keep it up. He's a high-ranking official in the government. Dude. Right? Changing your mind? Thinking about it? This this could be you, but you play in? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I think I can still be safe And I'll tell you why in a second
4: I can almost guarantee that this would be one of the safest World Cups in entire history Okay, that's the Donald
6: Trump of Russia <laughs> Okay <laughs> he's, a, he's a little computer guy with little soft hands And he's, he has nothing to do with the culture or anything else mm-hmm. You can tell he's never had a fight in his life But he's guaranteeing us that it's going to be the safest in history
5: Oh, okay
4: So that's good news, right? Here comes the World Cup upon us Is that going to be visited in and around sites? And I know FIFA has granted all the... We've got the security guarantees in place.
6: The Russian government's done the same. So what? Okay, so he's asking a reporter who actually went to Russia and talked to a bunch of these clubs. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Obviously, it depends on who you talk to. The Russian
8: government and FIFA officials, they say, no, 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 it's going to be safe, it's going to be fine, this could never happen again like what happened in Marseille. But to me, the most uh, uh, disturbing part of reporting the story was talking to the hooligans themselves. And even they say, yeah, we prefer to fight with hooligans, but we don't know what's going to happen during this World Cup. The bottom line is, this is a subculture that thrives on violence, seeks out violence. And for them or anybody to say, we're not sure what's going to happen, I think if you're hearing that and not thinking there's a possibility we could have an explosive situation, you're being
6: naive. It's all good.
5: I don't think that's... Is the- that what they're saying? No.
6: Uh, In Brazil, the way they handled this was they had a one-mile radius around each stadium Mm -hmm. with riot police and dogs, side by side, all the way around the stadium for a mile. You had to show your ticket to get inside that mile. Wow. So that sort of kept all of the violence and the people who were angry about the World Cup being there and Mm -hmm. everybody else, it sort of kept them away from the venues. Right. And so you could sort of, as long as you were smart, you could stay away from bad areas and pretty much... It would be fine. And I'm assuming that's what's going to happen in Russia as well because it would make them look bad. But with a hundred mile radius though, right? No, I'm not exactly sure. But it should be fun, right?
5: Uh, No.
6: Okay. I feel like I still need to go.
3: Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
1: How about a new round of Kevin and Bean's animal stories? Maybe a raccoon or a story about a dog. Maybe.
0: A bad mood or a story about a frog, a story about a cat, or a pizza rat, a story about a minx, or a story about a lynx. Animal stories
3: in the news, animal stories to cure your blues, animal stories just for you. Let's find out what they're up to.
6: I asked Omar to put as many animals in the intro (laughs) as he could, and I think he did a pretty good job. I hope you don't have any more awful-sounding animals today. It's interesting you should ask that question because there is one coming up. There's a sound you will never get out of your head. Let's not do that.
1: uh... Coming up, but first I want to start with one of the most terrifying things I have ever heard of. We go to the news in Corpus Christi, Texas.
2: Jennifer Sutcliffe and her husband were doing weekend yard work when she spotted a four-foot rattlesnake. Sutcliffe says her husband quickly took a shovel and severed the head of the reptile.
1: Okay, so you see a big old rattlesnake. You use a shovel, Mm -hmm. which, by the way, I've done many times when I lived in California. We had a lot of rattlesnakes where I lived in Santa Clarita. And that's what you do is you chop their heads off. Mission accomplished, right? You don't name them and release them back into the wild? What can go wrong once you've taken the head off a rattlesnake, you're asking?
2: Moments later, he bent down to dispose of the snake, and that's when the snake had bit him.
6: No! <laughs> yes. What? No! Yep. Yeah, that's a thing.
2: No, it's
1: not it a is. thing. It is. It is a
6: thing. Is it a thing, Kevin? Yeah, it is. It's a thing. He
1: chopped the snake's head off yep. and the snake's head bit him. How long can it survive? I don't know the that?
6: answer to that but imagine oh. his surprise. <laughs>
1: imagine
2: his surprise because he thought
1: easy peasy. I'm done,
2: right? <laughs> Let's find out what happened. Which in that case, because there's no body, it released all its venom into him at that point. So we had a lot of venom.
1: Now explain that to me. I don't understand it. How come there's more venom coming out of just the severed independent snake head than there would be if the snake were still I pulled?
6: don't know but it sounds like I don't know, but it sounds like maybe they store it someplace else in the body. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. But once you cut off the head, I don't know how it all goes into the head. This is a weird story. It's
1: a very weird story, and it was a very bad uh, deal for this guy.
2: Sutcliffe called 911 and began driving her husband towards the hospital. Immediately, he began having seizures, lost oh, his no. vision, and experienced internal bleeding. The first 24 hours were the worst. Doctors told her her husband might not make it.
1: By the way, he's laying there, if he's conscious, he's laying there in the hospital bed going,
2: I cut your head off! <laughs> what does the guy have to do to win this
1: battle with a rattlesnake? I'm about to die! Uh, How uh, am I cut <laughs> your head off! How am I laying here in the hospital? You really did get the last Laugh snake.
2: <laughs> Even after giving him huge amounts of anti venom. A normal person that gets bit is gonna get from anywhere from two to four doses of anti
0: venom.
1: How many doses of anti venom do you suppose this guy got after getting bit by a rattlesnake head?
6: Well he said normal, normal person person is two to, to, to four. four two to four. Right? I would say ten. Yeah, at
5: Allie? least. Uh, let's go twenty. He had to have 26 doses. Oh!
2: Sutcliffe's wow. husband is now in stable condition, but his kidney function is still poor. Trauma surgeon Michael Halpert says although dying from a snake bite is rare, it happens.
6: How many snake bites do you think there are in the United States every year? Snake bites that result in death or just snake no. bites? Okay, Either
1: one. Uh, both. He gives both statistics oh, here. Okay. I was surprised. Wow, I don't know.
8: Um, There's about six to 8,000 snake bites per year in the country, and 10 or 12 people die.
1: So there's a very low chance of you dying from a snake bite. And by the way, this guy did survive. He did recover from this snake bite. But six to 8,000 a
6: year. Yikes. I was surprised by that many. Do you think he, wake, he woke up this morning and said,
0: I cut off his <laughs> head.
6: Oh, I'm sure he'll never stop saying, I cut
1: off
0: his head. There's no
1: reason I should have ended up in the hospital like that. Here's a uh, dog story on this edition of Animal Stories. I guess this probably happens all the time, but I didn't know about it in case. Cases of divorce, almost every state in the union, I think every state but Alaska and Illinois, consider pets as property. So they just treat it the same way they would treat who gets the Instapot, okay? That's weird. But a lot of times, obviously, it is a a huge bone of contention between a couple that is divorcing because both of them are going to want the dog or the cat. They both want the pets, right? Yeah,
6: both of them want the dog. Or they want
1: to work out some sort of a visitation or something like that. I just thought this was so interesting. Molly Rosenblum, a Las Vegas family law attorney, says she's seen it all. Her firm regularly handles cases in which divorcing couples cannot agree on who gets custody of the family pet. In one case, an exasperated judge ordered the court-martial mar- court to take the dog in question to a nearby park and see which parent... The pooch ran to. What? The divorcing humans were warned to not call the dog's name. They were not allowed to stuff their pockets with liver treats. In other words, it would be kind of like tampering with evidence or bribing a witness. And then the dog would run to whichever. The judge decided to let the dog decide who he wanted to live with. And the dog, in this case, ran for the wife. So the soon-to-be ex-husband had to uh, got $500 in lieu of custody and the wife got the dog.
7: Wow. I mean, I guess a you got Weird way to
1: settle it. Yeah, I guess you got to figure out some way to do it, right? A mother in Stockton, California says her eight-month-old pit bull is a hero pup for saving her and her baby's lives last week when a fire broke out in another unit of the fourplex. I love stories like this where pit bulls are revealed to be the sweet, loving animals they almost always are. Sasha, the puppy, and a seven-month-old little girl named Masila live in Central California. They're as tight as can be. They're only a month apart. They sleep together. They play together. They're best friends. Well, the little dog was left outside and started barking, going berserk and yelping and pounding on the back door. I open it and she runs in and she starts barking at me like crazy. And I'm like, okay, this is not like her. As she got closer to the door, she saw that the house next door was on fire. Wow. I thought, oh my god, I've got to get my baby out of the house. Sasha was way ahead of me. The dog rushed into the little girl's room and pulled her off the bed by her diaper no. to carry her out of the house.
5: What? Oh,
1: the seven-month-old puppy saw there was a fire next door and said, "I've got to get this kid out of the house," and that is what she did. That's unbelievable. Oh, wow. That is a hero
6: dog. And right the dog there. must have been thinking, "Is really the diaper the only thing I can <laughs> grab a hold of here?"
1: <laughs> I uh, I think the dog was uh, just had its natural instincts to try to save everybody. Oh, wow, that's amazing! Which, I just love yeah. that story. All right, and one more. This is the noise you'll never we get know, out of your head, you guys. I feel like that was a good yeah. segment, and it Just was happy, ended with a dog saving End a kid. A high note. Right? A uh, saltwater crocodile has eaten a dog that made a mockery of it for years to the horror of onlookers. This is a place called Goat Island Lodge in Australia, south of Darwin. It's in the middle of the crocodile-infested Adelaide River. Guests had gathered to watch little pup Pippa perform her favorite trick. Now, what Pippa did is Pippa runs back and forth to the river and mocks Casey the crocodile. In other words, the crocodile's Uh-oh. out laying on the bank, and Pippa runs out <laughs> oh, and gets real close and then turns around and runs away.
6: Real close and then turns around and runs away. Oh, Pippa.
1: And Pippa had been doing this trick for visitors for ten years years. Pippa had it
6: coming. Yeah, Pippa's time ran
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Hanson, Pippa's owner, said well, Casey did what Crocs do. I guess it was something that had a high probability of happening sometime. Some on social media were quick to blame the dog's owner, saying he was to blame for encouraging the little dog to run up to the reptile, but he said it was simply part of the dog's nature. He said, uh, it's just like a dog I used to have when I was a kid that would not stop chasing cars. Pippa just loved tormenting Casey the Alligator. A little terrier should not do things like that, but should I stop her? I don't know. She got away with it for ten years, he said. And I'm should just I glad. Should I stop there- her? Yes. She died. <laughs> he said he would get a new dog. By the way, he would definitely ensure that it did not chase crocodiles. I <sighs> what
5: guess is I'm- the noise going to be? I
1: guess I'm just glad there's no video of little Pippa heading out oh, no, for the why crocodile. Are you,
0: why are you? Ah! No. Ah! And that's this week's Animal Stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, all those people are so upset. <laughs> oh, no, no, no! No! No!
6: No!
3: Animal Stories in the news. Animal Stories to cure your blues. This is the Kevin and Bean Show on K Rock.
2: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: All right.
1: Ahead of our uh, guest, uh, we were just talking about a guy in San Antonio who found a rattlesnake in his yard, took a shovel, Mm -hmm. cut the rattlesnake's head off, Mm -hmm. reached down to pick it up to throw it away, and got bit. Ended up in the hospital. Very nearly died. So the, the rattlesnake's severed head bit him. This is Richie from Irvine. A, a, a living adult rattler will conserve its venom per strike where a snake head that was cut off first is still able to bite for a couple of hours. And when it the head bites down, it's a muscle spasm and it releases all the venom at once. Why for a couple of hours? Why is it able to still bite yes. for a couple of hours?
6: How is it not unable they're, to do anything when its head is cut off? like
1: the rest of us, right? Yes, they're devil creatures. That's why. That's crazy. Having about <laughs> fifteen years experience catching rattlers, I've always been told to bury the heads at least a foot in the ground to keep animals and people from accidentally getting bit. What? All right. I am uh, no longer having getting a rattlesnake as a pet. This does not sound like a <laughs> good. I don't like any of this. All right. Speaking of things we don't like, it's been all over the news lately, and neither Kevin nor I are smart enough to understand what the end of net neutrality means. But there are a lot of people who seem very, very concerned about it. So we asked Dave, hey, find someone way smarter than we are who can help us understand it. And Russell Brandon was on the line. He's a senior reporter for The Verge. Hey, Russell, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm great. Thanks for having me.
6: Of course. Thank you.
1: I, I feel like... Six months ago, we were hearing all about net neutrality, and we were being encouraged to call our congressman and everything, and then it kind of went away for a while. And then this week out of nowhere, it reared its ugly head. Can you put
8: this timeline in a, in a way that I understand it, please, Russell? Oh, yeah. So so before, back in December, uh, that was when they passed the order, and this is when it sort of went into effect. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was good that you called your, your congressman, but if you personally didn't, then that's probably why this is happening. It did, it, we didn't get enough calls. Because of Bean. That's what you're saying Yeah, it was because of Bean I Mike. actually he, he was named specifically
6: Tell us what is What the end of Federal government Net um, neutrality rules Means So basically Like there is a lot These are Basically rules about What your carrier can do
8: When you buy Internet access from them So mm-hmm. everyone sort of Check your cable bill But you know It's a different one For everyone But basically For a long time You just paid Some monthly service And maybe they raised it Or lowered it But they couldn't You were always getting On the same internet And they couldn't get fancy on you in the way that you know if you have a cable package you might notice that you know if you move suddenly maybe it's a different cable package and it's you can't even get the channels every once in a while they'll have like a fight and you won't be able to see dodgers games or something sure and and there's sort of all of these shenanigans oh you have to pay extra for hbo you have to pay extra for the sports package that's never been true on the internet and this and there were specific rules that were sort of preventing it from being true and those rules are gone now so we don't they're not going to do a ton of shenanigans right away, but the, the field is open for that. What's
6: worst-case scenario?
8: Um, I think – I mean the worst-case scenario is really that, that the, the, your, in, your internet bill starts to look like your cable bill. So that – you know it, there are a lot of these video services, streaming video, uh, where it uses a ton of data, and they may say, okay, we're capping your internet. You can only use this much data a month, but hey, by the way, if you're on AT&T, we own DirecTV, and so actually if you're streaming DirecTV to your computer, that won't count against your data cap, but isn't if you're that streaming the case, Netflix, isn't that, that the case will now? count on your data cap. Isn't that the case That's now? That's true right now on, on for, for like mobile. Okay. So like if you're doing it to your phone, but then it may, if you're connecting to Wi-Fi, which a lot of people are when they stream video, then you're like fine. Um but yeah, I mean we're already starting to see cable companies have been moving in this direction for a while and this is really going to speed that up.
1: Okay, so in other words, the major internet providers, your Verizon and your Comcast and your AT&T and Time Warner, they're they're going to give preference to the other companies that are under the umbrella of the of of that organization, right?
8: Yeah, or they'll make deals. So T-Mobile made this deal with Netflix, and, and th- the idea is just like you won't be able to log in and say, "Take me to this site. I'm going to stream video from this site." And you know, don't worry about what my cable, pa- don't worry about what my internet package is, which is sort of how it is right now. Gotcha. And, and they may sort of try to chip away at that. And a lot of it'll be in the form of kind of special deals that you see when you sign up for internet
6: service. Is it going to be where we have ten different listings on our bill each month? Because we're paying all kinds of different fees for all kinds of different sites? I mean, that is the that
8: is the worst-case scenario. And I think, I, you know, again, it, this just happened. It just became legal. There are still all these court challenges. There are still all these state-level bills. So California has a state-level bill. I was going to ask you about
6: that next. California yeah. opted out, and it's not a problem for us? Well, I would
8: say it's still probably a problem for you. I mean, that... You know, technically, when the states fight with the federal government, this is one of those times when the federal government is supposed to win, but they have to fight it out in court. So if there is a court challenge, you would worry about that. You know, the fight is definitely still going, and you should continue to call your your members of Congress about it. Uh, But the the concern is that this is where we start – you know, they start to turn up the temperature. So maybe we're not going to jump into 10 extra charges on your bill right away, but maybe if they want to sort of – throw in they want to try some stuff out with one or two extra bills or you know parts of the bill well, maybe we'll start to see that russell Don't.
5: correct me if i'm wrong congress still has the opportunity to wipe this all away right they have the power to restore yes. free and yeah. open so internet this-
8: there is this – they can roll – Congress can roll back regulations, and so they're trying to roll back this one that just went into effect. Mm-hmm. The Senate passed it. The House is voting on it right now, and so you can go to the site oh. and see if, you're, if you're mem- your sort of House of Representatives representative has, has, has sort of signed on. Do you and know where not, the vote is? Sort of, means mean, is, it close, uh, is it? The vote, I think they, they're, they're around a little less than 50 votes away, but it's, it's tough because it's, it's all Democrats that are signed on, and they got to get some Republicans over. And then even if that passes, that's just going to bring it to Trump, and Trump may not want to sign it. Well, uh, I was so going to ask
1: you if this is one of those things that the president has a reason to want the end of net neutrality beyond just, hey, this was an Obama thing, so let's pull the plug on it. I mean, is there an advantage for
8: him or his administration for net neutrality to end? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's tricky. I think so far the way he talks about it has just been, well, it's an Obama regulation, and I don't like regulations, and I don't like Obama, so problem." <laughs> I, know, I know where I stand on it. Um, I think – there's been a little it, it is still really popular. So it, they did a poll back in December and something like eighty percent of people opposed rolling back the, the you know, the rollback that's currently happening. Right. So that's more That's more consensus than you get on most issues in Washington these days. Sure. Uh, but also, I think it's just not on the radar of a lot of... a lot I agree, of yeah.
1: I know I don't trust this FCC chairman. I don't trust a word that comes out of his mouth, I'll tell you that. He's making it all seem like it's going to be rainbows and lollipops. Yeah,
6: I saw that <laughs> same article. He's like, oh, it's going to be great for everybody. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah, there's no losers here.
1: It's just,
5: almost uh, as if he's getting something right? from us, you guys. It's weird. Does like that.
1: Let's check where his Washington Nationals tickets are or something. He's getting something. <laughs> all right, last question. Russell Brand i on the line. He's senior reporter for The Verge, by the way, theverge.com. This, this isn't going to affect my Pornhub, is it? I mean, that's what this really boils <laughs>
0: down to, Russell.
8: I do think Pornhub is, in the long term, Pornhub is on the, you know, because is, is Comcast going to want to make a big announcement like, hey, guys, we made it easier for you to use Pornhub? Are they going to really <laughs> want to do not. that partnership? Probably
6: not, yes. Yeah. So okay. wait, so I if Pornhub so, is one of the embattled ones. So if worse comes to worse, basically what's going to happen is you're, if you want that, you're going to have to pay more for that right uh i mean
8: hopefully not because you know maybe just as a consumer offering comcast tries to raise the raise the rates on pornhub and and the pornhub users of the world unite but right that's right. on the table as a thing that they can do i got you, uh, you can also go, to,
5: you also go to red tube if you need to <laughs> thank
8: you, <laughs> you're you're welcome. To you thank i'll you. go to you for some backups <laughs> if i'm you're me. welcome
5: russell
1: thanks for laying it out for us we appreciate your time sir my pleasure you have a good one appreciate it thanks
3: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. If you missed yesterday's show,
1: you missed the announcement. We are
3: back with another
1: Kevin and Bean limited edition T-shirt. This one is a white shirt just in time for the summer, and it goes on sale this Thursday morning at 10 a.m., for only 24 hours, so buy it between Thursday at 10 and Friday at 10 at krock.com. Tickets just... Uh, tickets. T-shirts just nineteen ninety nine plus tax. Kevin, why don't you describe the uh, the design for this uh, this one? I well, think they seen, seen the, they're happy with it. If you've seen the billboard,
0: mm-hmm.
6: that's what it looks like. It's the same artwork from Allie's mm-hmm. friend, Allie. and the um, good Allie. The good Allie, I yeah. I mean, it's... Uh, and we both have braces, and I don't know why. <laughs> and uh, it's the same slogan, Kevin and Bean still on krock. And which, which, which is a mystery to all of us. Right, mm-hmm. but it looks How exactly like the billboard, so you can get that T-shirt. Yeah, this is going to be a, a collector's
1: item, as they all are, and we'll make as many as you buy. And a portion of the proceeds goes to the Friends and Helpers charity, like we do. So go to krock.com Thursday, 10 a.m. till Friday, 10 a.m. Limited window to buy your latest Kevin and Bean Limited Edition T-shirt. And thank
6: you in advance for your purchase. All right, every once in a while, somebody calls the Afro line. 60 times <laughs> <laughs> no. And Omar sends me the entire file Is it Striker? It's not Striker, not this time, okay No, this is a Chopper Dave okay. Chopper Dave Okay Okay, this is his first call
0: Yo uh,
8: Started out slow already Rewind
0: uh. <laughs> That's
5: it
6: that's his first call.
5: Okay. He wasn't
6: happy with it though because it's pretty slow. Uh huh. So then he called back, and he has a weird catchphrase, catchword. Hmm. That's bits. It sounds like he's saying bitch, but he'll spell it out for you.
0: Okay. Okay, bits. That's b i t s. Bits. Play Pearl Jam, Better Man. Bit.
6: I, I don't know mm. what that means. Okay, I don't know why he's saying that. He
5: it's likes also
0: Pro-chan.
6: weird that he's using the Afro line to make a request. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> he makes many requests.
0: I come
8: a chopper from the uh, chopper days from the skies, that are looking over the uh, one hundred and one and the uh, four hundred five, I see tool.
0: Oh my god. And it looks like the driver was sober Play Sober from Tool B I T S
1: So now okay. he's doing play by play as if he's in a helicopter? Yes. Above
5: the city. Correct. Mm-hmm. But he worked in his request. Because the driver was sober. sober. So then he Plays wanted some. some t- okay, I get it, Chopper Dave. Bo- see is, you. is
1: B-I-T-S possibly his radio station name, maybe? I don't think he has a radio station. Really. Well, I mean, in his, mean? Mind, in his mind, I'm wondering. Because oh, like, it sounded like he was doing a helicopter report and then ending it with B-I-T-S, as you, as you would with, you know, and But
0: his I,
6: delivery is the exact same as bitch. Yeah, right. he's right. ending it on. with bitch. Okay. But, bits. but
5: it's All right.
6: bits instead. Uh, Doing some sound effects now with his mouth
0: What? Mm -hmm. What? I think He's real good at it And Kevin Kevin wants to hear himself some preach
6: No I don't wait You
0: gotta be kidding me That's no good
1: Agreed Oh. All right, wow. I'm about out of patience for Chopper
6: Oh, please. I'm sorry to say. What if he a... called back as the briefest call ever? Okay.
3: Chopper Dave.
5: <laughs> okay. I mean, quick, to the point. That's all it okay. was. All right.
8: All right, okay, go. And he's off to the races. It's the Belmont Stakes. Oh, no,
0: we're talking about
8: the Beatles. The Beatles. When's the last time you played the Beatles? A day in the life. That's all I got to say. A day in the life.
0: Bitch!
6: Okay, I don't think we'll be getting to that one. (laughs) Just saying. Can we block a number from calling the afternoon? I'm just saying that I brought in eight. There were 60. Right. Mm. Bitch! (laughs) Bitch! I don't get it.
0: Hey. hey more.
6: Chip wants more.
0: Offspring. Self-esteem. Bitch.
1: <laughs> so he just he just keeps calling and making requests. Yep. All night long. Ah.
6: Yeah. Love <laughs> Chip loves it. Are you out of patience? Because I'm out. All right. I'm out. Chopper I'm David. Out. You go or no go?
5: Weekly feature? I'm I'm good never hearing from Chopper Dave again. Oh, that's yeah. heartbreaking,
1: Bean. Yeah. I mean, I hope uh, Chip and Dave are happy
6: together. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> they make a cute couple. <laughs> but no. Three two three five two 520 afro
3: J-R-O-K-O. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
0: Happy happy
3: right, Allie?
5: Right. Remember this one? I do. All
1: time classic uh, K Rock uh, birthday song there for Alan McKay, who is celebrating today. What's happening?
5: You guys remember when uh, Hulk Hogan had uh, sexy times, as Bean calls it, Let's with not uh,
6: reinforce that if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, I do, brother.
5: With
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember.
5: <laughs> so uh, Hulk Hogan and the wife of Tampa area shock jock, Bubba the Love Sponge, had a uh, had a little sex tape that happened. Sure. And then Hulk Hogan wound up suing Gawker because they um, put some of the sex tape on their site. He wound up uh, winning a $140 million lawsuit forced Gawker out of business. What? Yeah, along with its founder, Nick Denton. And now The Hollywood Reporter says there's a movie being made about the whole thing based on a book about it called Conspiracy. Peter Thiel, Hulk Hogan, gawker and the anatomy of intrigue i'm in <laughs> i am so in
6: hulk are you helping with that i hope to play hulk
5: that wasn't great
1: <laughs> no uh, none of my impressions are great you oh guys.
5: come on just say brother at the end it makes it right
1: it makes it better hulk, hulk is gonna want to play himself in the movie isn't he i of hope course.
0: not
6: of course he is no of course really you don't think so
5: Oof.
6: It is a crazy story.
5: It's nuts. I, I didn't realize he was... won
6: that much
1: money. Oh, how yeah. bizarre his testimony was from the stand, where he tried to explain that Hulk Hogan was a different
6: person from him. And yes. Like, oh, that's right.
5: That's why he's not a celebrity. It shouldn't have been under the guise of "you're able to publish it" because they do celebrity news. And he won that. He won that. Wow. He put Gogger out of business. Mm-hmm. Gone. Folded. I sure did, I'm, I'm sorry. What?
1: I sure did, brother. <laughs>
5: Come on. He's losing steam. <laughs> Come <laughs> on. on.
0: Very
5: much. <laughs> um, and in case you guys missed it, um, they've been together only a little bit more than a month. But Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande seem to be headed for Happily Ever After. Ariana Grande? No, Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. Uh, sources tell TMZ and Us Weekly that... SNL star Pete Davidson popped the question last week to Ariana Grande, and she happily happily accepted. Chuck is not in; he uh, he wants no part of it. But um, yeah, that's uh, that's quick. That's quick. And who knows? But I wish them luck, and I wish them love, and all sorts of
0: stuff. Ariana Grande, is that right, Kev Dog? (laughs) Ariana Grande.
5: (laughs) (laughs) You had literally heard her name. Two seconds before. I repeated
0: it right after
6: it was said. Yes. Yeah. Odd. I don't... Um, when do you guys expect know. them to break up? I mean, I hope they don't, but yeah. it just seems like it's a little too rushed. Yeah. I, so I hope they don't, but I would guess if they do, four or five months.
5: Yeah. He already Ariana. has tattoos. And there.
6: Ariana seems too young to be getting married
1: anyway.
5: They're the I'm, same age. They're both twenty-four, but she she just I think looks young, so you assume right. she's younger than she is, maybe. But that's
1: that's quite that's several years younger than the average person gets married in America these days, and for good reason. But you know, we we hope the best.
5: Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't know about any of that. <laughs> <sighs> this took a turn. Um, you guys have had interns, right? Sure. I was an some intern. Yeah, That's yeah. <laughs> exactly. some of the best.
6: Chip, you were an intern? Yes, yeah, I started. I didn't realize that.
5: I was there for a year. Wow. <laughs> wow. Impressive memory right there. You really wowed him. Yep. I love
6: Chip. I don't remember her being an intern. That's all.
5: <laughs> well, here's a very interesting story about um, interns for country star Martina McBride. Apparently, um, a man named Richard Hansen set up this internship program in 2017. He continually told Martina and her husband, you need to pay them at least minimum wage. They just weren't listening and uh, also claimed that they made their interns do menial tasks like cleaning bathrooms, setting up and tearing down equipment, delivering food. So maybe not usually what would you would have an intern do? Right. Cleaning bathrooms?
6: That seems bad.
5: Here's where it gets really alarming. According to a document obtained by TMZ... Yes? Martina McBride's husband sent two interns to his home to check for an intruder and handed them a loaded gun for protection. What? What? is happening. Are that you kidding seem,
6: me? That seems above and beyond.
5: That seems in scope of the internship. Yeah, so the man that set up the uh, Dude, here's program... a gun.
6: Here's what I want you to do. I'm out on the gun already. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, no, Absolutely. No, 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 no.
5: Um so the man that set up the internship program um, filed a claim with the Department of Labor and says he was then fired in retaliation. So nothing good is coming from any of this. And he's now suing McBride's for $1 million and other damages. I had to just, like, log sports games.
6: That was your job uh, as an intern? That
5: was my job. Um, I had to be constantly hit on by the sports anchor at the time. That was also part of your job? That was uh, apparently part of my job back then. A lot has changed since I was an intern. Sure. He's still on the air, though, here in L.A., so that was fun. Oh god, I'm going to throw up in my mouth thinking of him. <laughs> anyway, email me. I'll let you know who it was. I won't. I don't think you, you guys, will. I will not. Don't email her. Hey, some birthdays for you. US President George H.W. Bush, model Adriana Lima, actor Dave Franco, sportscaster Marv Albert. It wasn't him, shockingly. No bite marks on my back from that dude. <laughs> and actor Jason Mewes, and that's what's happening.
3: Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K R O Q.
1: I saw the uh, press release from Sonic Drive-In that they were unveiling nationwide their new pickle juice slush
6: yesterday. Uh, Are those words you want to hear together?
1: No. I, it, not for me. Look, I don't. Uh, Kevin, you're not a pickle fan, right?
6: Yeah, I'd rather die. All
1: right, how about you, Allie?
5: I like a pickle.
1: I do too. <laughs> yeah. I like a pickle on like a like on a veggie burger or something like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't drink pickle juice or, uh, you know, eat pickles out of a jar or anything like that. Well, what if the slushy tasted exactly like a pickle? You guys I like? I don't eat it. You guys like a pickle, so why I not? like pickles on like a Subway sandwich or something. Oh, as an addition. Not just as a, as a main course. No. I see. The bright green limited time drink will be joined by three new summertime flavors the fast food chain announced. Sonic's guests are game to try adventurous and fun flavors, so we've made it our mission to deliver the best of both worlds, blah, 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 blah. So we were talking about this, and we're thinking this is not something we need to try, but maybe we could send mugs. And then we realize there's no Sonic near us, and that's when Rachel comes in. Kevin Abin-Lister, who said she lives near a Sonic. She'd be happy to try it out for us. Hey, Rachel. Hi, you
0: guys. Happy birthday, Ellie. Thank you.
1: You were very kind to weigh in on Twitter yesterday about our pickle discussion. Now, before we hear about your trip across the street to the Sonic, where where were you and your boyfriend on on pickles? What was your relationship with pickles prior to this?
0: Um, we both really love pickles. I feel fine about pickle juice. I I wouldn't drink it to quench my thirst, but right. I don't have I don't know, I really like pickles.
6: Okay, so you both feel that way. All right. Okay.
1: Yes. All right, so you went uh, last night or today, or when did you go?
0: Um, I went last night okay. when I got home from work. Mm-hmm.
6: And they're selling the pickle juice slush. Yeah. And you said those words, I like a pickle juice <laughs> slushie.
0: I did. Out loud. Okay. <laughs> I did. Okay. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. Did, they add, did they say you're the first person to ask for that?
0: <laughs> I know. I thought, oh, I hope it's not sold out. And then I figured that probably wouldn't happen. <laughs> probably I not. I'd actually be the first one.
1: So just so I understand the transaction, you handed over hard earned American money, and they pushed <laughs> yeah. to you from their side of the counter something called a pickle juice slush. <laughs>
0: yes. And I got it fifty percent off because I went after eight o'clock. Who oh, knew that was wow. a deal? Yeah. And, yes. and, and what's the slush?
1: Uh, go for Rachel.
0: Um. Well, half off. It was about uh, two eighty-nine. I think. Holy wow, crap! So this it's is like a, five
1: bucks. It's a five-dollar slush. Ice? That's
0: incredible. <laughs> yes. yes. Wow. <laughs> and what?
1: What did your boyfriend get?
0: Um. He got the tiger blood
6: slush the tiger oh. blood slush yes. how many had, tigers no, do they have yeah, to kill for that yeah what does that mean what what is the tiger blood
0: um i don't really know but okay. it tastes like kind of like cherryish, citrusy
6: okay like just... if you were to bite into a tiger <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh,
1: so everybody knows that right so tiger's blood blue hawaiian Bahama Mama and the Pickle Juice Slush. Those are the four new flavors at Sadek. All right, are we ready for uh, Rachel's big reveal? I mean, I feel like we are ready for the review. Yes. So, how was the Pickle Juice Slush? Um, it might have been one of
0: the most disgusting things <laughs> I've ever had <laughs> in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and you this love pickles? Who loves pickles. <laughs> yeah, I was what? hoping for maybe something more like. Subtly pickle flavor. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I was hoping for the best that it would maybe be okay, but it was it was disgusting.
6: What a weird thought that yesterday during the day you were trying to guess what this was going to taste like.
5: <laughs> will it be tangy? Uh, will it be? It's weird. I think it's
6: really a slight a light taste.
5: Was it super salty? Yes. Uh.
0: It was very. It was very sour mm-hmm. and very salty. Oh no. Um. Like I felt thirsty <laughs> afterwards. Yeah.
5: Maybe yeah. that's their plan. You order that, then you are like, "God damn it! I need the tiger's blood," right. and then they sell you Maybe. too.
6: Did you try oh, the yeah. tiger's Maybe. blood as well?
0: Yes, that was very good. Oh, huh.
6: mm-hmm.
0: how yeah. much of how much,
1: that. how much of the pickle slush did you drink, Rachel?
0: Oh, not even. Like not even an eighth of it. Wow. Like, that's I'll a pretty bad attitude
1: thing. about the pickle slush. That's a that's <laughs> a big, was waste really two, big waste of two big waste <laughs> of two
6: fifty. I'll tell you.
0: Yeah, I know. That was half price. And I tried. I tried putting some whiskey in it, hoping that maybe like, Oh, good idea. Like I that. like the way you think. Yeah, I'm supporting yeah. all of this. Um, but it somehow made it even like. More bitter and more salty. It's like the oh alcohol got rid of like <laughs> any sweetness out of it. You couldn't even taste
1: any alcohol. It was just even worse. Wow. This is a colossal that, disaster, yeah. you guys. <laughs> By really the pissed. way, uh, according to Food and Wine Magazine, they reveal that Sonic will also let customers add a squirt of pickle syrup to any item on the menu. Dude. They're really doubling uh, down on this pickle thing, aren't they? Do you they? want pickle syrup on Sonic? No! Syrup? Ew. Uh, Yes, <laughs> who indeed, Rachel. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to put you down as a no then on pickle slush.
0: Yes, absolutely. Hard <laughs> Never, You may like it if you, like, really, really, really love pickle juice, but I don't know. It was disgusting. Okay.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, there's your review right there. Right. Thank you, Rachel. We appreciate <laughs> your listening. Thanks yes. for working for the Kevin
6: and Bean Show. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. Thank you. Bye now.
4: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: All right, this is blowing my mind, guys, because he looks like the dude, but he doesn't sound like the dude. (laughs) Am I right about that? He is, uh, he is actor Ben Robson, ladies and gentlemen. He is Craig Cody on Animal Kingdom, which airs Tuesday nights and TNT, 9 o'clock. Ben, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you very much for having me. How are you? Of course. That, uh, that accent on the show, that, ca- that, uh, that uh, California accent,
9: difficult to do? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I guess, uh, I mean, I've, I've been living here now on and off for nine years. so I feel like I've uh, got a sense sense of hearing it a lot more now. But yeah, it's uh, it started off maybe a bit tricky, but... It's uh, when you got a whole crew who are from Cali. It makes that a lot easier. They kind of correct yeah. you. Just, I was going to ask if you had somebody on set that helps you with that. Pretty much every single person.
6: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have
1: always we have always heard, and you can tell me if it's true because you've been acting a long time. That that Brits are way better at doing American accents than than in reverse. Do
9: You know, what? I, mean, I remember hearing this really funny story. My sister used to work in uh, casting back home. And this director rang up, like, really, really upset. He was like, look, this is why I didn't want to get English people to do uh, American accents. And she's like, well, you know, which, which tape in particular has upset you? And then, you know, names the actor. And then my sister sort of then speaks to the guy and is like, uh, it's quite funny because he's actually American. Oh, <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> That's it was, awesome. It's kind of a funny, uh, I like it. Yeah,
5: exactly. Are there any specific words that you're like, I just can't? Not say it in a British accent.
9: Uh, yes, girlfriend. But I'm not sure if that was because I had so many issues with the idea of having one, or the fact that I can say an American, wow. to be that honest.
5: was a deep dive right yeah, there. Yeah. One word. Is it too
9: early yeah. for that? Yeah. Hit me we right my weak spot. Ben's brain there.
5: <laughs> so it
1: looks like for folks who don't know, by the way, how do you describe Animal Kingdom when you're sitting on a plane next to somebody and they say, "Oh, what do you do? How do you? What's your uh, your elevator pitch on how to describe this show?
9: Um, well that depends if I'm on the plane and they're watching it as it goes on with everyone being half naked the whole time. But right. uh, Yeah, it's 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 sort of um a Criminal underworld story of, of um SoCal. And it's, you know, kind of a, uh we have Alan Barkin playing a mother who is this sort of uh The Godfather. Thing. Yeah, essentially the godfather. Sort of. yeah. yeah, yeah. If not more badass. Right. And um she sort of has these three boys who are very mischievous in her own way that she manipulates in every possible way that she's fitting for her own ambitions. Mm-hmm. And then we have um, a little cousin who comes in after a sort of uh, situation and has to sort of get dropped into this scary new world that he has to be a part of. And it's, it's fun and it's, you know, uh, we have lots of stunts and it's very it's dramatic so, and it's It's dark. so
1: interesting how awful so many of the people on this show are. But you still root for them and you root for the family. You really do become invested in their relationship and their safety. Yeah, absolutely. That is strange, yeah.
9: It is. It's it's one of those uh, great anti-hero ones where you you know you you shouldn't be rooting for them, but you kind of get a sense of why they do what they do. And I think when you understand the environment they've been brought up into and how they need to live and survive, you very quickly sort of get on their side and kind of question if there's something wrong with you for wanting to be on their side and rooting for them right. in the first place
5: I do appreciate that so far there's been more butt this season than in previous a lot of but and I, yeah. I respect it and I say let's even do more
9: well, well you know what there's, there's plenty more coming so more buts yeah, be yes fine, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of butt. I, mean, I think me and Sean were actually were trying to tally up who'd uh, who'd shown more butt.
5: I was shocked by the <laughs> yeah. by the perkiness of Sean Haddasi's butt. Some yeah, real perky butt.
9: I actually work out with him in the gym, and uh-huh. I didn't realize how many squats he was doing regularly. And wow. that, kind, is of that up, right? kind of kind of upped my game, though. What he was doing <laughs> you didn't want him to
6: outbutt you.
9: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
6: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Your outdoor shower scene with your girlfriend last week, Ben, Yes. Um, stay is that...
6: out of that scene, because she's, um, she's good by herself. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I'm sorry i ruined that for you, you guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I guess what I was going to ask, is that, is
9: that a delicate dance to film, to make sure that you don't show what you can't show? Um, it's a delicate dance, and the fact that it's six o'clock in the morning, and it's oh. freezing cold, and you're getting into a shower, it's not a good look for anyone, so the delicate oh, no. dance is at least helpful for yourself, turning oh. away from the camera, but... Uh, no, it is. I mean, look, it's always a very... Um, it, do you know what? It's, it, it, yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's one of those weird things where you're like, right, well... This is the uh, start of the day. This is what <laughs> yeah. we're going to be doing. And uh, off, off, we, off we go. Yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> do you just keep yelling, it's freezing? Yeah,
9: exactly. And then yeah, being exactly. like,
5: that's why. Uh,
9: yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's, that's Don't ex- judge. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Have <laughs> you been hurt with any of the, you know, running around doing jobs or in the ocean or getting in fights? Have you personally been hurt or do you just look like you've always been hurt because that's how they make you up?
9: Um i would probably say that i get made to look a lot worse than i do we have we have some pretty amazing stunt guys who take the big hits um some uh which go on but i mean not really we've, we've got a pretty great team there but we there was uh a scene this year where we were actually went into the water in sano and there was a sign on the beach that said do not get in we have great whites in here currently and there we were for I think, 12 hours in the water. Ends. Oh, so they saw, so wow. everyone saw the sign, and they were like, it's all right, we're doing a TV show now. Well, time. this is <laughs> it, yeah. Go we, right on out. We had this big safety meeting beforehand, <laughs> and it was about 50 dudes, and it was like, all right, well, if anyone feels uncomfortable about this, lift your hand. Well, obviously not one dude was going to put their <laughs> hand up. So uh-huh. I was like, I, we were out there with the great whites I saw that picture on your Instagram and I thought Ben is not a smart
1: man no. he's going right out into that water
9: yeah I didn't feel very smart at the time and uh was reminded of it when my mum called me up and asked what I'd been up to that day and she, she was obviously even, <laughs> you even less you don't tell impressed. your mom that by the way no absolutely not although she's currently uh, dropped that she she has this uh, sneaky way of looking at Instagram now, so she Uh-oh. just goes on Google and then will type in Instagram afterwards so something she wants to see. Interesting. So oh, now, okay. so now, so now there's no hiding. You, you, she, you don't yeah, know it. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. We are talking to actor Ben Robson here on the Kevin Bean Show. The show is Animal Kingdom, Tuesday nights at nine night on TMT. Before we run out of time, I have to ask,
9: because uh, Dennis Leary is getting ready to join the cast. Dennis Leary is getting ready to join the cast. He is, he is a, a great guy to be with and obviously... He's uh, got an incredible reputation. but Yeah, yeah I was just wondering what it's guy. like,
1: though, when you guys have been so close for so long to have somebody come in like that, uh, such a powerful personality as an as an outsider.
9: Was it a, a tough adjustment having a new, new guy on the set? No, we made it super difficult for him. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we were not having anyone come on and telling us how to do it. <laughs> no, not at all. It was, it was actually really great. I mean, it was um, especially after... A, uh, what happens in the opening of, of the season it was, it, was, it was great to have someone in and, and you know bring a whole new idea and um, just kind of brings a, you know, a breath of fresh air to it and, and mixes it up so it kind of keeps you on your toes makes you want to work that much harder and, and you know when you get to work with the greats like that it was um, sure. a lot of fun and it just turns out he's reasonably funny so it was a uh, Good, good, good times to be around him as well. Being a comedian,
6: I, I have sort of an awkward question.
9: <clears throat> Fire away. Um,
6: Ellen Barkin's character is yes. in jail. Yes, mm-hmm. but through the series, she seems to have manipulated you, her sons, romantically. Yes or no?
9: Because uh, that's yes. Essentially. Yeah. Yes is the yeah, answer. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think so. I mean, I think it's a manipulation of, of you know how she she showcases her love and whether it's a case of jealousy or, or playing with our insecurities and I think we're no father figures around you don't really know any other way to, to, to be so alright I, I feel I, icky now right um, well yeah that's kind of the point I think I'm <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. not supposed to be comfy with it yeah, exactly mission accomplished yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I you don't have to tell me mm. but Lucy and Smurf they're in on this together right she, she... killed Baz right
9: you just don't know, dude. Do because Smurf's
5: like, F him, he's not my real kid. Boom! Take all my money out of the wall. Who's with me?
9: Do you know what? It could have been me. I'm in Mexico as well, so you just never know. But you are <laughs> so money.
5: much coke down there, you can't even keep your, anything straight. It's not you.
6: It could, it's not you. Know? All right, let me ask you this question. Is mm-hmm. that question answered to, in tonight's
5: episode?
9: Uh, it starts starts in the path. Of, it of unraveling. The path. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, huh. it's a uh, it's a terrific show. Our listeners know we have been talking about it since episode one, and there's nothing like it on TV. It's called Animal Kingdom. It airs Tuesday nights at nine on TNT, and you can still get caught up on demand. But this season has been super fun, Ben, and we're so glad we got a chance to meet you. Oh, I'm so happy to be here, guys. Stay out of the shower scenes, man. No, please don't. Uh, I will. Don't. I will try. I will nope. try.
9: Of course, nope. I don't get much of a choice. Allie's saying no. More so. shower scenes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's Kevin and Ben. Rock.
1: By the way, I don't. Uh, I don't just love flags of the world. I'm a big fan of uh, U.S. capitals as well. Sure, and mm-hmm. Sacramento. You have is a one of my with favorites. that? I don't. Oh. I need one. But Sacramento is uh, one of my favorites. It's a beautiful Capitol building up there in Sacramento. Sure, And that's the site, not the Capitol, but the city is the site of the Aftershock Festival, you guys, which is coming up in mid-October. We are hooking you up with a three-night stay at the Embassy Suite Sacramento, Riverfront Promenade, and round-trip transportation on the K-Rock Party Bus. And you're going to be seeing Deftones, 311, Incubus, Allison Chains, and so much more, including System of a Down. And the phone lines are stacked with system fans. What's our game?
6: Just a second. That's it. Just a second. So we're, we're going to play it? the first second of a system song. We'll mm-hmm. play it for you twice. Then you have to identify what song it is. Oh, so you just give us the title. Correct. And you go into the drawing and then somebody wins the tick. Correct.
1: I like it. Who's
6: um, first? Jocelyn in Santa Ana. Hi. Hi. Nice
0: to meet
6: you. <laughs> nice to meet you as well. I don't know that any caller has ever said "nice to meet you" before. I that yeah, was I like so that.
5: delightful.
1: I kind of like it. Yes. It's very pleasant. <laughs> All right, so Jocelyn, we're this is a very tough task we're asking you to accomplish, which is to identify a a song in one second, but b on the phone under pressure. But we wish you good luck. Listen up. We'll play it for you twice. Okay.
6: Here you go. One more time. Top three. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. Nicely done. Hold on. You are in the drawing. And by the way, Jocelyn, if we
6: don't talk again, it was nice to have met you. <laughs> All right, let's go to uh, Dion in Burbank. Hi there. How's it going? Good, thank you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Play it for you twice. Here we go. One more time. A sugar. I need one. It is, it it is sugar. sugar. Yes. Nicely done. Lock-a, lock-a. Remember when I lied and said this was going to be difficult for people? Right. <laughs> Seems pretty easy. Uh, let's go to Mike in Riverside. Hi, Mike. Good morning. Good morning. We are doing... Just a second! Are you ready? Ready. Here's your clue. Give it to you twice. One more time. Toxicity. Okay. All right. That's unbelievable. Only three for three. Wow. Okay. I mean, we well, did look, ask for system fans.
1: Yeah, we did. And they. we know that system
6: fans are hardcore, Right. right so. Hey, Andy, take it easy. You're on the yeah. air. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Why are you yelling at the man? You, I don't know. He's yelling at somebody when we went to him. All right. Andy, you ready? Let's do this. Okay, here we go. One more time. Spiders. Look at
1: that. I love these listers. You the guys oh, are impressive. Love four
6: for four. Boy, somebody really wants to go to Sacramento. <laughs> Ray and Laverne, hi there. Hey, what's going on, guys?
0: Just a second!
6: That's what's going on. Are you ready? Yes. Here you go. One more time. Aerials.
0: Seriously. <laughs> <That's> <laughs>
1: unbelievable.
6: Of course. All right, so five for five. Dare we go on? I mean, sure, why not? Okay. Um, let's go to George in Fontana. Hi, George. What's up, guys? Now, George, you know it's not going to be any of the
1: songs you've already heard. So start thinking of system songs and then tell us what this one is. In its first second, we'll play it for you twice. Good luck. All
6: right. One more time.
7: Um, is it I I don't know how to pronounce it. I mean, it I, is. I feel
6: like that's close enough, right? I, it is, yes. It is I E A I A I O. Congratulations. You're yeah. one step closer to winning the trip. All right, let's do Look one more. You want to keep going? Okay. Uh, let's go to Andrew in Garden Grove. Hi, Andrew. Hello, hello. Hello. So, no pressure, but everybody else has gotten it. I know. Okay. <laughs> All right, final contestant. Good. There luck. you go. One more time. Uh system song that hasn't been mentioned yet.
4: I'm gonna go with
0: OB. Mm, I'm sorry. Sorry,
1: no, it was it was psycho. You don't deserve to be on this phone, oh. man. I'm sorry. You just <laughs> but we appreciate you trying. That, that's my point. That's what I was that's really trying to meant, say. Sure. It was a very difficult game and you did well to get as far as you did. Alright, okay. Jocelyn and Dion and Mike and Andy and Ray and George, all quality system of a down fans, but only one is going to win the trip on the K-Rock Party Bus to the After Show Festival in Sacramento. Miss Allie McKay, the birthday girl, who's it going to be?
5: Nice to meet you. Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Jocelyn,
6: Jocelyn, congratulations.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much.
6: You won the trip. Enjoy it. And thanks for playing the game.
0: Just a second.
6: The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Happy
3: birthday. Allie. Hey. It's your
1: birthday. It is. Hey, did you get your, uh, you get your present for me yet?
5: I uh, don't think so. Oh, it's in the mail. Oh, hmm.
1: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> should be there by now. It every single okay. no, I really should be there by now. All I right. can't, imagine, can't right. imagine what happened, but just
6: keep looking for it.
5: Got it.
1: Just keep waiting. <laughs> I will. Hey, um... <laughs> Quick reminder ahead of this uh, last What's Happening. Uh, Go to KROQ.com. Get all the details on the brand new Kevin Abean Bean t-shirt just announced yesterday. Going on sale Thursday morning at 10 a.m. for just 24 hours. It's an awesome t-shirt. It's the artwork from the Kevin Abean Bean billboard. And it's only on sale for a limited time. Thursday at 10 is when they go on sale. KROQ.com for details. All right. Take it away.
5: Instagram is down, you guys. What? I know. I know. Here. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Here's the thing uh, Kevin and I are a bit confused about. So you're getting a greeting that says, sorry, something went wrong. But this site says that the site has crashed all around the world with the U.S. East Coast and the U.K. hit especially hard by the outage. If it's down, wouldn't it be down across the board? How are certain areas being hit more than others? I'm sure Uh, they have
1: multiple servers. Either it's up or it's down, though. I think they have multiple servers. So I think some could be affected and others
6: couldn't. But, really? But they're saying sure. that it's down all over the world. No?
5: Yeah. just well, I mean, all over the world. However, the East Coast and the UK affected the most. Like it's
4: not that down for
1: me right now, for instance, in oh. Louisiana.
5: Mm. So
1: I don't think everyone is down, but I think, you know, there are there are probably patches, maybe large swaths where it's down. Oh. Okay.
5: All right. I just, I need a breakdown. Of where exactly it's down where it isn't. This is insanity.
1: It's unfair that you should have to live for even a minute without Instagram, though.
5: Thank you so much. Absolutely. So the Travel Channel says it will air back-to-back reruns of Anthony Bourdain's series, Parts Unknown, at 10 and 11 p.m. on Tuesdays through July the 3rd. And they've already aired a 12-hour marathon of No Reservations on Sunday. And I believe there were people um, that were asking Netflix to please keep it up for a um, basically a longer time because you know how Netflix every month says here's what's going to be leaving that right. type of thing. So people were asking if they could extend that show on Netflix as well. And not sure if you heard about this, but last night you two played an invitation only show at the Apollo Theater, and during the gig they addressed both the deaths of Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain. Bono said, quote, music lost some great people who gave up on their own life, and that makes it kind of harder. Fashion and now this great storyteller, who I'm sure had stories he couldn't tell us. And then they launched into their hit from 2000, Stuck in a Moment, which, as many know, was written for um, late NXS lead singer Michael Hutchins, which is one of my all-time favorite U2 songs. Yeah, that's great. They played it at the Roxy when we did that small, intimate show and just tears streaming down my face. What a beautiful, sad, sad song.
1: By the way, um, obviously we're talking a lot about Anthony Bourdain and Kate Spade this week, but mm-hmm. um, they just uh, they just buried uh, Avicii this week as well. Yeah. Who also
6: took his own life, right? Yep. Ugh. <sighs> Not good times.
5: Not great times. Uh, not great times if you're an Eddie Vedder fan and you want his new solo single and you can't get to Wrigley Field on July 6th. What? You have to go to a Chicago Cubs game <laughs> in order to get the seven-inch final single. What are you, Eddie, what are you doing? What's happening?
1: I mean, that's if that's if you want the physical copy of it. I have a clip of the song. I can just oh. play for it if you just want to hear what Eddie Vedder sounds like. I right? Please. I don't believe it. Really? Really? Because I... <laughs> I mean, it's not the same as owning the record, yeah. but it's still
6: cool to be able to play it. I feel
5: like everyone is covering Toto, <laughs> it is everyone.
6: Uh, actually, I have a real clip.
5: You oh, do? You have it if you want oh, to hear I the would, real song, I would love to. Thank okay. you, Mister Bombastic. Nope.
1: <laughs>
0: baby, fantastic. Touch me in my back, Mister Roll.
5: <sighs> that is actually beer mug on the oh, red carpet right. doing Shaggy, too Shaggy, too Shaggy. Yes.
1: <gasps> Can you imagine?
5: <laughs> oh. All right,
1: I I have I really do have the real. Okay.
5: The real clip. Finally, here. thank you. <laughs>
1: Uh, that- no, no, no. Oh, you know what? That was Walter the French Bulldog. I'm sorry. God. My mistake. God
5: damn it. <laughs> Kevin, do you possibly <laughs> have the real one?
6: He's taking a different direction.
5: Scoop. Alright. scoop dee poop!
6: Kevin, your turn. Go ahead,
5: Kevin. <laughs> <laughs>
3: a nail on the cross. Sounds like a You're the key
0: God Your turn, Bean. I want to see some naked dudes. It's why I built this pool. Is that really
5: it? He sounds so young. He does, yeah. Go ahead, Coach.
0: Balls, 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 balls.
5: It's tricky to rock a rhyme. To rock a rhyme, that's right on time. It's tricky. How is it? It's tricky, tricky, trick. Here we go. I mean, she is nailing it.
6: That was pretty good.
5: <laughs> Again, if you uh, want to get that seven-inch vinyl single recorded at Jack White's Third Man Records, you have to go to the game at Wrigley Field on July 6th. They're taking on the Reds, so that'll be quite the uh, matchup.
6: I feel like they're asking a lot for you to get a song. a song. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of work
5: to get a solo. I agree 100%. <laughs> um and speaking of baseball, this uh, this is sad because a lot of perks come with playing the game. A lot of ladies maybe every city you go to. Sure. However, um unfortunately, everyone knows when you're not around because you're on TV playing a game. They see you out there pitching and they think I could rob this dude, which is exactly what happened with a pitcher from the Atlanta Braves. Braves, Anibal Sanchez, he, uh, he was out here playing the Dodgers, and his hotel room was burglarized. Not good. The thieves I'm took cool. off with four watches and over $100,000 in jewelry. Who
6: travels with that much?
5: I don't. No. That's a lot. It's a lot of jewelry.
6: So that's in addition to the watches or the watches are part it of that? It
5: says four watches and, and. wow. Yeah. So those are some nice chains. Right. Maybe a belly ring. Possibly a. Uh, oh,
1: my God. Anklet. You're still
0: talking about baseball.
5: Well, we were talking about a baseball player being robbed. But right, it's not you're, you're right, though. You're right. Some birthdays for you. Actor Dave Franco, U.S. President George H.W. Bush. Actor Jason News and model Adriana Lima. And that's what's happening.
6: Take your rally and drive home today. Listen to the commercial-free 5 p.m. hour. Random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers tomorrow morning. And all new Kevin and Bean show. Ashley Escada joins us uh, to talk E3 and, and buying a flamethrower and bringing her flamethrower in. Yes, oh, I hope so. Uh, Comedian Brad Williams will join us tomorrow as well. And we got a pair of passes for you to the K-Rock IMAX advanced screening of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. We'll see
4: you tomorrow.
3: It's the Kevin and Bean
4: Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.